0: Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Robbie Falk from 24-7 Sports, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you on a, uh, what sort I'm looking for? There it Tuesday? is. Tuesday morning. Figured it out. That, I still can't what about now nope what about now nope
1: as long as it says that that um what about now nope
0: i mean it says we're recording
1: as long as it as long as it shows that i'm that you can hear me uh, that's fine
0: i wonder what the uh the issue is what about now Mm -mm. what about now Last chance. What about now? That's weird. Is it plugged in? It's not plugged <laughs> <laughs> I may leave this in. <laughs> this may get left in. Robbie's been sitting there like he's saying. He's basically what he says I can't hear you through the headset. And I'm sitting there pushing all the buttons I know how to push. <laughs> and then I'm like, is it? And it's not plugged in. His headset was not plugged in. We're leaving I, it in.
1: I thought, surely this thing would be, would nobody, somebody didn't unplug it.
0: So, like, I came in yesterday. We'll get to all the sponsors and everything in a second. I came in yesterday, and you know, the power was out, had gone out. So I had to reset everything on this board. And yeah. I was just like, I think I'm doing it right. It's not really my job. What does this button do? I know. And boom. I, they have two buttons on here that, are, 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 that have stickers that say leave off. These are like, don't you, push don't, the... No, no, no. I don't ever push them. Don't leave those off. And, and if, I, if that's a button that if, I, if I'm on the radio and it's lit, uh, you will hear like the worst reverb ever off that mic. It'll, everything will be echoed and it'll be like the tangy mic sound happening. It's, it's awful. Don't ever push that button is what I've learned. Well, all right. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Adad and Robbie Falk here with you on a Tuesday morning. Thanks for joining us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is that you get podcasts from. We appreciate all you guys out there, our great listeners, especially our servicemen when they're out there taking care of us. I want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip to the drive-thru at Strange Brew Coffeehouse in Starkville or at Brewpolo over in Tupelo. It would be a little weird, Robbie, if Brewpolo was in Lake. It would be weird. It could Home just be of, Brew, uh, Mister
1: Calvin Dinkins.
0: That's right. Could yeah, I, could, so just, I, could just be I, Brew? Yeah, Brew instead Mississippi. Of, instead
1: of Lake, just Brew. That is in Scott County. Yes. By the, by the way, it is uh, right down the road from my wife's hometown of Forest. Yeah, and uh, some a, good people from Lake. Yeah, absolutely. So. And like I said, Calvin Dinkins. You will be introduced to him in a in a year or so. I see him. I bet you would see him next weekend. Possibly.
0: It's Bowling cool. Green. Probably get to see him. Just
1: just country strong, man. Yeah. Lake strong.
0: Well, there you go. Wherever you live in our great state, if you're looking for coffee, if you want to start your day the right way, do it with Strange Brew Coffee. Go to strangebrewcoffeehouse.com. Place your order. They'll ship it right to you. Whatever kind of coffee machine sits on your counter, we got you covered at Strange Brew Coffee House. College Corner and collegecornerstore.com is the place to find maroon and white merchandise. You can't find just anywhere else. Because only College Corner has the biggest and best selection of MSU merchandise in the state, of, in the central state, part of the state of Mississippi. Two locations to serve you in the Jackson area. They're in Ridgeland by Fleet Feet. They're in Flowood by the Half Shell. Or you can always shop online at collegecornerstore.com. Humble Taco. It's Taco Tuesday at Humble Taco. But every day is kind of Taco Tuesday at Humble Taco because they've got the best tacos in town. Tacos that you can't get anywhere else. While everybody else is serving you the same old stuff they've been serving forever since they opened the doors. Humble Taco is giving you a whole new, refreshing, and unique look at Mexican food. They've turned their southern favorites into Mexican classics. That's why they call it Mexican Fair with Mississippi roots. It's Humble Taco on University Drive. Firehouse Subs might be the place you want to head today for lunch. Download the free Firehouse Subs app. Place your order online. It's ready within minutes. And when you pick up the, uh, the subs, you pick up the reward points as well. Also, don't forget... If you're looking at tailgate, stop messing with stuff. That's all I want to say. Is this a pencil sharpener right here? What is this? Don't stick your finger in that. That's all okay. I'm saying. Uh, this uh, this football season, if you're looking to bring something great to the tailgate or to your home-gating party, get a Firehouse Subs party platter. Contact your local Firehouse Subs to find out more information. Locations in Starville and Oxford, Columbus and Tupelo, Floyd and Madison. It's Firehouse Subs. Brian,
1: I, I forgot to to uh, say Randy Hallister is also from Lake... Country music singer, mm-hmm. fellow East Central Community College warrior, okay. As I,
0: he sang uh, Whistling Dixie." That's right. Okay. That that's Preston, Preston Johnson song, song. That is yeah. Randy
1: Hall's. He's from Lake Mississippi. Did not know that. Yes. Did not know he's and, a Mississippi uh, kid. He was kind of Michael Hardy before Michael Hardy. Okay. And he was also in this group called the Collegians at East Central. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a scholarship. I call it a scholarship rock band. Okay. At EC where they would go around and, and play at schools And try to and try to encourage people to come to EC Because you could be in the collegians So he was a singer in that I was a drummer in the collegians Oh that's cool Yeah so we, we share a brotherhood He's never, He doesn't know who I am
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, If he saw me today he would have no idea But he and I you don't there, know there's this.
0: A, He might know who you are
1: the, the, Is he a the, state fan? I'm not sure but our statement was Once a collegian always a collegian so we share a brotherhood together. Do
0: y'all have a secret handshake that if you saw me, be like, "Hey, it's nice to meet you," and then you give them like the grip.
1: No, but I could say, "Hey, I was in the collegians."
0: Okay, well,
1: just like do. I can say, "I was in I was on the drum line with Michael Hardy." There you go. There you go. So I have a connection of two country music artists. Yeah, two country music stars. Yeah. Well, I
0: am just doing this podcast. You are nah, You do a lot more than that.
1: You are you are a star in your
0: own solar system. Yes.
1: Yeah my my solar system. Yeah. Myself. Well, I'm just saying, and my, and my, people know my who you mother are. and father.
0: People know who you are. You go to places and people are like, hey, that's Robbie Falk. Yeah, but it's like, hey, that's Robbie Falk. <laughs> it's not as bad as you're making it out to be. All right, it's Tuesday. SEC picks will be later in the show. We're still tied at zero, basically. And we haven't had any dissension in the ranks yet. I think we will this week. We'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens. Mike Leach talked to the media on, uh, on uh, Monday. And it seems, Robbie, that the theme you and I sort of talked about yesterday on the things that are true is what we're going to focus on this week, and that's a, a, the, the defining moments of this upcoming game. That it, That is, it's huge for Mississippi State, their season. It's huge for Mike Leach's career at Mississippi State. There is a lot more on the line than just one win and one loss for Mississippi State and for LSU this Saturday. Don't you feel like with Mississippi State you have a veteran team They've played at Auburn and won, come back and win. They played at Texas A&M and won. Uh, you know, they've, they've, they've been all – you know, Will Rogers in this group has been all around. They've done everything. They've got a lot of career starts. I don't have a fear that the moment's too big for them in this game. Do you?
1: No, I really don't. I You know, like you said, they've been in some big-time atmospheres. And there's been some places where they let it get to them a little bit over the last three years. But, you know, I thought – from what I could tell on television on Saturday, I thought Arizona was a tough atmosphere. Mm-hmm. I thought it was loud. Early was in the game, a, especially when yeah, they got the I mean, lead. I mean, I didn't think that was, you know, just, uh, you know, crickets or anything like that. I thought, mm-hmm. th- I thought that was a good atmosphere. I, don't, I just don't think that that kind of stuff is going to bother this team anymore. Mm-hmm. They're kind of robotic in some ways. When you get in this offense, it's all about reading and reacting to what you see on the field and not so much about the emotions of it all. Um, I think it might have been different in the past with some teams like, you know, that Dan Mullen had and uh, Joe Moorhead and some of those. But once you start running this offense, it's kind of just second nature. You look for somebody that's open, you throw the ball to the person that's open, and the person catches it. That's kind of what this offense is at this point. I I don't think there's a whole lot of, you know, emotional – value out there anymore and we kind of saw that against Texas A&M I mean there was no I mean the all the Will Rogers and the offense just kind of went out there did their thing and when the clock struck zero then they celebrated and all that I think that's what you're going to see with this team if this team gets beat um, you know it's going to be because of probably some big plays made by LSU and not so much I don't think the crowd really getting into their head uh, because they've they've experienced atmospheres very similar. I mean this place is kind of in a a league of its own, uh in Death Valley at night, mm-hmm. but I don't think they're that far off from some of these other great places that Mississippi State's been over the years at no, no doubt. Alabama, Texas A and M. Texas A and M is one of the loudest places you mm-hmm. can go to. Mm-hmm. Uh Georgia. Places like that I just I don't think that it's going I don't think it's going to be um, you know, too detrimental to Mississippi State but I do think LSU gets I think you have to factor that in because it's going to pump up their team and I do think it could create some issues with you know maybe the snap or something but I just don't think that it's going to be um, something that really really hurts Mississippi State.
0: I'll say this that you know Arizona goes up seven to nothing and that crowd is definitely into it. State drives back down the field and answers them but It's different at LSU if they go up seven to nothing. Yes, and the crowd is into it. It it, is going to be different.
1: And like I said too, uh, you know, I think that plays more into LSU LSU's favor Mm -hmm. than it does against Mississippi State. Right. As weird as that might sound, well, yeah, yeah. I just feel like you know, if if State goes out there and scores on the first possession, and then they get a three and out or something against LSU, I think that you start to create a little doubt. You start to create a little dissension, maybe.
0: This is a very, this is a little dirty little secret here that people don't like to talk about. LSU fans will bail quickly. Yes, they they will jump off the boat quickly. We saw and,
1: that in fourteen.
0: Right. If if state's up fourteen to nothing, the, those guys are going back to the tailgate. Yeah. Especially after what happened in week one with this team, they're already like they're looking for reasons already. Mm-hmm. You know, LSU fans. When they, when LSU is winning, there's not a more intimidating atmosphere in college football. When they're losing, those fans are, are headed – they're headed out. Yeah. And so if State – and that's what happened in 14, you're right. You know, State – Drove down the field, scored on the first possession. Right. Gets the ball back, gets the goal line stand, and Which then – don't know
1: huge. I don't know if, I don't know if State
0: – maybe I, they I still
1: win that game, but I don't know.
0: They probably still win the game, but it, it's different. It, it would have been a back-and-forth game instead of being up, what, 34 to, to 10 or whatever it was. Yeah. But then that, they, they drove 98 yards for a touchdown on, in four plays – which was just incredible, or five plays, and that really shut everybody up. And then you know, then they could feel good, seventeen nothing. And the LSU fans are just like, well, it's just not going to happen here. So, the sort of the formula we've talked about the past couple of weeks about getting out to the fast start it just applies again with this game. You you, need to, you know, get the ball first, get the, the points on the board, and go from there. Somebody made it, I, I think it was uh, I think it was Six Pack Poster Bulldog Bruce, who I don't know if you know this is low legendary Bruce Castoria. They Is Post, it really? post on six-pack, yeah.
1: I and, had no idea.
0: Yeah. I, I, actually, I did know that he posted on there. Yeah. He was talking about Will Rogers, and he, I mean, he had some really high praise for him, and he made this comment about when Rogers throws an incompletion now, it's almost like he's just throwing it away. Yeah. Like he doesn't have a lot of incompletions where he's just not getting the ball to the, cor- the, the receiver. You know, you think about some of his, his incompletions from Saturday night. I can, he had ten. Three of them I can give you off the top of my head. Harmon drops a pass that mm-hmm. hit him in the hands. Ducking drops a pass that hit him in the hands and ends up an interception. Yep. Uh, and then Ra rah Thomas is getting uh, doing the tango in the end zone. Jaden Wally had
1: was interfered with too.
0: Right. Well, that doesn't count as a as a. Are you talking about? Was it called for his incompletion? Yeah,
1: it was not called interference. Right. Right. So I mean, that's I think four, that was on back to back. That's plays. four
0: of his ten incompletions there that we can write off as could have been caught. And then the other six, I mean, how many bad balls does he throw? Maybe two a game? Maybe? This guy, I'm not, I'm not willing to go as far as Bruce did, who basically called him the greatest quarterback in Mississippi State history already. I'll still leave that label for Dak until a couple more wins get on the board. But in terms of passing accurate. accuracy, there's no question that he's the best. Yeah. How much confidence do you have in Will Rogers right now? I feel like every time State has the ball, they're going to at least – I feel like when they, when they don't move the ball, it's not Will's fault. Yeah. I mean, how many
1: times did they have a quick possession the other day? They had a couple. Um, I can't remember. But, you Especially know, it's late just, in the
0: game. I mean,
1: it's just you're, you feel like you're going to have a sustained drive with him out there. You feel like you're going to get in the red zone more often than not. Maybe, you know, three or four times a game, you don't get in the red zone. Mm-hmm. But more often than not, you're going to get in the red zone. With with the offense in the current state that it's in, mm-hmm. it's all about finishing inside the the five. That happened a lot the other day. Mm. They had, I think, f- four touchdowns inside the ten, four maybe, um, and then they had. They to, were four
0: or five in the red zone. Had field goal.
1: Yeah, so that's that's kind of what we're gonna see. I think Saturday. I think that you see LSU getting the drop eight because that's what they did in the second half last year and it worked. It was, the defense was was doing a lot better job of uh keeping Mississippi State out of the end zone or out, at least out of the red zone. Um and state was having a lot of success running the football early. They went in that drop eight and it, it really kind of uh I felt like it it really kind of uh helped their defense out a little bit. I think you're going to see that. I think you're going to see them kind of dare Mississippi State to uh, get the ball inside the red zone, and then they'll try to stop them there. And it's going to be – for State, it's going to be finishing inside the five, whether that be run the football, uh, catching the football. You're going to have some extreme athletes out there on the defensive side of the ball. It's going to be a lot tougher to score in those tight windows. Mm-hmm. State's got to finish. And it, it would be nice to get touchdowns from, you know, 15 yards as opposed to getting inside the, the 10 I think State's chances might be better to score from there. But um, I think that's just going to be the key. State's going to have to be really efficient inside the red zone to win this game.
0: What's, you know We're, we're a couple of days away from doing a preview, but is there an early key to the game that stands out for you? You talk about being efficient. What is, that, what is the, the key to that for you?
1: Uh, just make you. You got to be crisp. You got to be crisp in your routes. You got to be. Will Rogers has to be crisp. You have to keep him clean back there. Um, you know, there's there was some concern from fans after that Arizona game that the state wasn't getting the job done on the offensive line, and they did struggle at times. I thought um, the right side was not particularly strong uh, against Arizona, but I still thought they were fine. But this is going to be a totally different animal. I mean, you're going to have Um, B.J. Ojulari back. I think is that is uh. Who's who's the who's their pass rusher?
0: Ojulari. Well,
1: I thought they had another one. Ali Gay. Is he still there? Yeah. Okay. You have that. You have that guy.
0: They, them missing Mason Smith is huge for them. That's a big presence in the middle. That would have been, have.
1: A, that would have been a, a big problem. But they're still going to have a five-star. would a, have been five a good matchup
0: with him and LaQuinson Sharp.
1: I mean, they're still going to have a, f- a four-star or five-star guy. No doubt. No matter who they put there. No doubt. So, I mean, you're, you're going to be facing some talented guys up front. This is the most talent that they've faced to this point. And it's probably going to be the most talented group that they play until Alabama up front. So, mm, For sure. I mean, just keeping Will Rogers clean – and finishing uh, on those passes
0: for Will is really the key. Yeah, in the offensive line and defensively, I think the key for me anyway is you know, you know Keishon Butte and, and i sorry, Keishon Booty, and the way that LSU plays offense combined with the way Mississippi State plays defense you can almost go ahead and chalk up a couple of big plays, right? Mm-hmm. they are going to be a couple of long touchdown passes to LSU receivers. Just because State's going to blitz at some point and not get there, and Jane Daniels is either going to find a receiver or he's going to take off running and escape uh, contained. That's one of the biggest things for me. State was able to get pressure, but they weren't able to get Delora on the ground. As, they should have had six or seven sacks in this game, mm-hmm. and they couldn't get him on the ground. And Delora, for whatever reason, wouldn't take the run. He stayed behind the line and tried to get the ball down the field passing. Daniels is just going to go, you know. If we look up in the the third quarter and Daniels is sitting on like thirteen carries for one hundred and forty yards, State's not winning that football game. They've got to find a way to limit him. They've got to find a way when they bring pressure that they are wrapping up and getting him on the ground. If they don't do that, it's going to be a long night. That's that's my key there. One thing
1: that I think Zach Arnett does so good is adjust, Mm -hmm. and that's what he did last week when they had that first drive. He adjusted. I think that he's going to adjust. You know, we might see Jaden Daniels get loose early, which I kind of believe that they're already going to have a game plan in place for that. I think they're going to have somebody waiting on him to try to get him in the open field. The key is just going to be open field tackling for Mississippi State, but you know, I I think that Arnett's going to kind of sit back a little bit, see what happens with their scheme early on, and their game plan, and then adjust accordingly. And for State, I mean, there's some playmakers out there. They just haven't really. I mean, I I just completely eliminate the Southern game. That's just you're get you're just out athleting them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I mean, there's not there there wasn't anything in that game that I that really blew me away. Um, I look at that Florida State game, and that's that's kind of the template that I see for LSU. Mm-hmm. And, and so whatever Florida State did, you know, that might be the game
0: plan for Mississippi State. I agree. I agree. And, and in that game, Florida State was able to get some passes down the field. So that's good news for Mississippi State. Uh, they ran the ball okay in that game. So that's good news for Mississippi State. And then defensively, they were able to swallow up LSU's running. LSU's offensive line has not played well through two games. No, Uh, you know, Obviously in the second game they played a lot better because of the competition, but against Florida State they were not good. Mm -mm. And you think State with the the depth they have on the defensive line could cause some issues there. So a lot of interesting keys to victory, I guess we could say uh, early in this one to to look at. A lot more to talk about this week uh, on on the show, on the Sports Talk Mississippi, and on Thunder and Lightning Live uh, Wednesday night. Let's move on into the second half of the show. That's brought to you by our friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council who want to remind you that Beef it is what's for dinner this weekend? If you're cooking out, if you're headed to the game, if you're whatever you're doing, when if you if you're firing up the grill, fire it up and throw some beef on there—some big steaks, some burgers—or you know what? I'm not saying it's chilly weather just yet, but you can go and start making those plans for chilly weather. Is what I would tell you. Those, those days are coming soon. It's getting a little a little crisp out there. I'm not saying we're fun fall yet. I'm not saying that, it's, Robbie. I'm not saying that. There's a hint. There's a a little little hint of pumpkin spice. Yes. And of chili. Mm. Or perhaps some taco soup. Ooh. Oh, I see. I piqued your interest there. I love some taco. I love chili and taco soup. It's great stuff. So, this weekend, head to the grocery store, pick up some beef. Your family will love you, and so will the 15,000 beef providers here in the state of Mississippi Beef. It's What's for Dinner. Thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef council. Two Brothers Smoked Meats. Come watch the game at Two Brothers Saturday night. Plenty of big screen TVs all upstairs and downstairs to keep an eye on the Bulldogs and all the college football action. And then while you're watching the game, you're having fantastic food. Nothing goes better with MSU football than a big plate of smoked wings from Two Brothers Smoked Meats. It's not just barbecue. It's smoked southern soul food in the heart of the Cotton District at Two Brothers Smoked Meats. Great products and great service every business likes to promise that. Advantage Business Systems can deliver it. And I'll tell you how I know, because they've been open for 47 years. That is a long time for anybody to be open. And nobody does it without taking care of their customers. So when you need technology for your business, a new copier, a new printer, new laptops, you call Advantage Business Systems. And once that deal is done, they back it up with the kind of service you'd expect when you're getting with your next door neighbor. And that's what you expect from them because they're a Mississippi business just like you. Number 601-362-9192, or you can visit them online at absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. The Rogue in Jackson. Guys, they are, let, they are setting you free. You're no longer held down by Adidas and the three-stripe life. Celebrate Maroon Fridays and Game Days this fall. Pick up some new swag from my friends at the Rogue. The quality of the product is unquestionable. You're talking about the Rogue, one of the top uh, names and men's clothing in the Southeast, and their lineup of MSU polos and quarter zips as good as I, any better than I've ever seen. And they've got the logos that you want. No more Banner M. M over S, Walking Bullies, State Script, and they've got some other cool stuff too. They've got some cowbell polos. Uh, they've got, if, you, if you're a big leech fan, they've got the pirate polos, which are really cool. they got the skull and crossbones. I saw that. It's pretty cool. They have they have a, uh the Mississippi State shirt that's got whiskey glasses on it too. Well, I mean that's yeah. You know, we in Mississippi. I don't know if you have ever told you my theory on this. Mississippi State invented drinking at football games because oh, right. after Al- Alan McKean's last year, State goes four four and one. They're pretty competitive. They fire him. The next year they went oh eight and two and only scored thirty six points in uh, ten games. I'm pretty sure that was the first instance of drinking at football games was that season. So.
1: I don't want to hear anybody complain about no. Mississippi State sports Never. these days. After what happened
0: from the, 19- the Slick Morton years. The 1950s to about 2008. Yeah, exactly. All right, shop the collegiate collection at The Rogue. The stuff is awesome. You're going to want to try it on. You're going to want to buy it. And when you buy that, you'll be a customer for life at The Rogue. Go to therogue.com. Follow them on Instagram at theroguejxn. No three-stripe life at the Rogue. Check it out today, and also, you know, if, I know you're listening, Ole Miss fans. Their Ole Miss polos are great too. They've got U.S.M. polos, <laughs> they've got some LSU and some Alabama stuff, and they got some Saints stuff as well. So if you're a Saints fan like me, good stuff to check out there at the Rogue. All right, let's jump into our SEC picks. We are still tied. No games have gone against us. Another full slate of uh, of games this week. Obviously MSU LSU. We won't pick that one. Let's just dive right into it. Let's get let's get the easy ones out of the way. We'll both take Kentucky. Over Youngstown State,
1: mm-hmm.
0: we'll both take Missouri over Abilene Christian. We'll both take uh, Alabama over UL Monroe. We'll both take Arkansas over Missouri State. Poor Joe Moorhead, he's going to Tennessee this week. Joe, I'm sorry. The last time you were in Knoxville, it wasn't great either. So you should be yes. used to it by now. Fifty-two to nothing the other night by to the way. Michigan State. Yeah. And he was really pleased with some of the things he saw. I that, think I Joe knows it's going to be a process there. So we'll see how it goes for him. Uh, I think we'll both take uh, Florida over South Florida as well. Yes. I All right, so let's jump into the games. I mean, we should probably both take Georgia over South Carolina, but I'll be honest, South Carolina has found some ways. Not, not, I'm not trying to talk you into anything here. I'm just saying that South Carolina has found a way in the past sometimes to win some games they shouldn't against Georgia. But that being said, I'm taking Georgia. I am
1: too. I, I voted Georgia number one. This week I bumped Alabama. I think Georgia's the most complete team in the country. Insteads uh, of Bennett's been really good, by the way. In the first couple of games, he's actually yeah, leading really the well. SEC in passing. Yeah. So uh, I'm I'm going with Georgia. I right. you know I I look at the, their schedule. I don't
0: see a ton of games that are that I think going to be very competitive. No, Georgia should go undefeated. Their, yeah. their, their, their first real challenge will be in the SEC championship game. I agree. Uh two thirty kickoff in Atlanta, Georgia. As Richard Cross likes to say, in the shadow of the varsity, Ole Miss at Georgia Tech. I'll say that Georgia Tech had a couple of moments against Clemson where I was like, oh, they don't look that bad, but then they get blown out. Mm-hmm. I really feel like this is Jeff Collins. I mean, he's, he's running out of time there. I, don't, I think this is his last year. Yeah. The spread on this game is surprisingly high, though. It's 15 and a half. I mean, what has Ole Miss shown us this year that makes you think that they're just going to go in there and roll them? Yeah. I think Ole Miss will win, but I don't know about that spread. The, this
1: is the only non-conference game that's going to be a challenge, I think, for Ole Miss. Yeah. I don't know anything about Tulsa this year, but...
0: Mm. That's I, the Bunky Perkins Bowl.
1: Yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't think Georgia Tech is all that talented either. They aren't. So, you know, it's on the road. You never know. On the road, it can get squirrely and mm-hmm. power five games. Mm-hmm. But I just think Ole Miss is going to be too talented. I just think the speed is—it's going to be a lot like that, like yeah. the Pac-12. This is a game that SEC. Ole Miss
0: can lose, but I don't know if Georgia Tech can win. If that makes sense, yeah. Like Ole Miss can go in there and throw three interceptions and make it interesting. But if Ole Miss plays a clean game, they're going to win pretty easily.
1: If they come out and they're doing like they're going back and forth with the quarterbacks, yeah, that
0: could be. They trouble. need to. They need to go to Dart and just, just sort of go. Just let with Dart it. roll. Yeah. and I think they'll be okay. All right. Also at two thirty, CBS kickoff for this one. Penn State travels down to Auburn. Auburn did not look good at all mm. against San Jose State. If they had been playing anybody in the conference, they would have lost on Saturday. Penn State's not particularly impressive, but I just don't have any faith in Auburn. Give me the Nittany lines here. I don't have any faith in them
1: either. I mean I want to pick differently from you, but mm-hmm. I just don't know.
0: You don't want I mean, wanna... that to be coming you don't want to be looking at me in November and going, I can't believe I picked Auburn and that's the why I'm losing.
1: Yeah. I just – I don't think Penn State is – They're not great. La- last year going in that game, if it was at Auburn, mm-hmm. I, w- I would f- probably side with Penn State. Mm-hmm. I think that team was better. But mm-hmm. I, just I was, for sure. I- I'm going to go with Auburn, too. No,
0: I went with Penn State. I mean, uh, Penn State. Okay. I'm sorry. So you're going with Penn State? Yes. Okay, so be clear. All right. Uh, CBS Sports Network at 2.30. A L- lot of games in the 2.30 window here that have my interest – Vanderbilt at Northern Illinois. You don't just walk into the home of Michael the Burner Turner and get out with a victory, do you? I'm taking the Huskies. I thought Vanderbilt last week
1: would be a little more competitive based on what we saw the first two weeks, but I think, I think those first two weeks were kind of a fraud. Yeah. I think they're better, but I, I, don't the, think they're, I don't think they're competitive. Northern Illinois is
0: a good enough team, but they should win at home, I think. Yeah. Um, I was just looking
1: at what Northern or Northern Illinois lost to Tulsa, and so, they beat Eastern Illinois. There you go. I'm gonna go with. Oh my gosh,
0: I think I'll go with Northern Illinois. Right. I just don't think Vanderbilt's very Again, good. Again, you don't want to be a game out. And not be not like, on I this. I picked Vanderbilt. Not yeah. on this. That happened to me once, and I was like, I felt terrible. Big game at the end of the night, eight o'clock kickoff at Texas A&M. As the Miami Hurricanes come to town, I'm going to go ahead and tell you that I predicted Miami to win this game back in, the, in like June when we talked about this game when we previewed Texas A&M. I have seen nothing that would make me change my mind about that. I didn't think Miami was particularly oppressive against USM. They still won the game by three touchdowns. Yeah. Texas A&M, no, no, it's not happening. Give me... Give me the Hurricanes. I feel like it might spiral for AM. Well, only, that, like, that's a place that I think could,
1: could kind of fall apart.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I, I think I'm going to go with AM as well. I mean, Miami as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because I think AM's kind of, you know, there's a lot of head spinning there right now, a lot of blame being passed around. Miami's got a lot of juice behind it yeah. with Mario Cristobal. By the way, how, how many home games does Texas A&M play?
0: They just play seven. Okay. They're just playing them all. Because remember, they play, uh, well, they play the, the, they have a neutral site game next weekend with Arkansas. Arkansas. So they have four, they have four non conference games at home, but they also have only three conference games at home because they have the neutral site game. Yeah. So it's seven. So this is their third straight at home. Right.
1: Yeah. I'm still going to go with Miami. I mean, A&M... That, that place is a tough place to play, but it's kind of just turning into, like, a fun environment for other fans. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Like,
0: everybody's like, oh, like, the player's like, oh, this is fun, you know, it's, it's, instead of, like, t- intimidating. Yeah. To, to your point, Robbie, after this game, they have the neutral site, and then they're at state, at Alabama, at South Carolina.
1: Mm. 0-3. Oh,
0: you think they'll lose to South Carolina?
1: Yeah, at South Carolina.
0: All right, what do you think about this game, then? I said Miami. So you're saying 0-4. One well, yeah, but
1: I was talking about those 3 on the But they'll be
0: 1 in 5. I, that is I got to be honest with you. Delicious.
1: I got to be honest with you. Yeah. If he wins like 5 games, this year does not make a bowl. Yeah? I mean, there's a decision to make there.
0: They would owe him like 120 million. I know, but
1: you're paying that dude You're paying them either way. Ten plus mil. You're paying them either way. There's no way they're gonna give them 120 million to
0: walk. No chance.
1: I don't. Yeah, the reason I I don't think that is Mm -hmm. because they just signed like the greatest recruiting class of all time. Yeah. So they're gonna say, okay, we'll give you next year. If you throw out another dud next year, you're out. We can't. We can't do this. But this is just like, how did Ross Bjork get this job? I I was in the press box with you and Hoover when he got the job, and I was stunned.
0: We were all stunned. Me, nobody, no, nobody could believe lying. it. I remember my favorite part of that was texting Rippy and saying, hey, I guess you got to go to work. And he was like, what are you talking about? He was out having a beer because Ole Miss had in already Hoover. played that day. And he was like, I was like, he was like, what are you talking about? I was like, Ross Bjork just got the Text a m job. And he was just like, are you word I can't say kidding me? And he was just in shock. And, and, and then what has Bjork done? It was one thing to sign Jimbo Fisher to this ridiculous contract. Fully guaranteed for ten years, whatever it is, one hundred fifty million dollars. But then they extended him last year after an eight and four season, when nobody was trying to hire him away. In fairness, it was in the middle of the year, but still, why? What was you're the bidding purpose? against yourself, and now you're gonna now they will owe him like a, there's no way they're firing him. He's he's there for at least two more years.
1: Yeah, no, no mean, matter what.
0: No matter what. I think, the, I, think they could put, I think they could come up with the money to pay him off. They could, but the people would be really upset.
1: Because, I mean, every time we say, like, the buyout's too high
0: or whatever, people find a way. I agree. I mean, uh, we, uh, we said I'm that a bit about old, that. LSU. And, be, well, look what happened with Nebraska. They, yeah. they, they, were, they, could have, they could have fired him in 20 days, Nebraska, and say 7.5 mil. But somebody up there was like, no, no, I've got it. Don't worry about it. Go ahead and fire him. Can you I say imagine every time. being when, that
1: rich that you're like I'll I'll give this many millions of dollars to make to get somebody go away?
0: I will pay that guy not to be here anymore. I'm not going to get this money back, but here, here, yeah. There's a lot. There are people that do that. Oh. So.
1: I mean, I, I'm struggling over a garage door for my house.
0: <laughs> All right, Tomorrow's show is the rumblings. You know what to do. Send us the questions. Uh, Wednesday show. Oh, it is Wednesday show. Thursday show plenty to talk about on there we'll talk to Brody Miller from the Athletic uh, on that week on that show and then uh, also on Thursday's show I'll just have that interview up separately I think but because Thursday's show will be that this is our show extravaganza with the Augustinelli family and with Peter Burns from the SEC Network Friday show Robbie will be back and we'll talk to us uh we'll do the three Ps for Mississippi State LSU big week here on the podcast Big week uh, here uh, on all the content uh, platforms that I have for getting content out to you guys. A lot of great interviews coming your way uh, here this week with Mississippi State LSU. Wrestling for Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder Wild and Lightning all in Super Talk Mississippi.